Welcome to BetterScope, sponsored by Remo Staff, Growth and Freedom with Remote Experts. And this episode's special sponsor, Smurfy Creative Video. In each episode, we interview successful people to understand how to be better. My special guest today is Katrina Boyle. Katrina is a highly regarded coach and transformational expert who is passionate about health and change and bringing them together to create real results for her clients. She leads a health coaching organization with more than 50 coaches across four countries, and they are truly changing people's lives. Welcome, Katrina. Hi, Lubo. Great to be here today. Welcome again, and tell me about uh, your journey, how you come to where you are today. Yeah, great question. So well, I actually spent 20 years at a corporate career, and during that corporate career, I, I just always felt like there was something missing from my life. And so I left corporate, I became a consultant, a coach, and I specialized in change, but mostly organizational change. What was interesting is that I would actually work with organizations to improve their processes, but mostly to restructure organizations. A lot of times I would be working on projects where I was making people redundant and changing organizations. In a nuts. I guess it was getting great results for the organization. They were getting more profit because they were reducing their costs, but the impact on people, it didn't feel good at all. And interestingly, during my time as a consultant, I worked a lot of hours. I was very much at the demands of my client. And as a result of that, my health just got into a pretty bad place. Everything was all about my business and my kids. I definitely was not on the priority list at all. And as a result of that, my health just deteriorated over time. I basically came across this program. I, I met a guy, he was in a mentoring group. I was in a business mentoring group. And he, I saw this program and it was at that coaching. I thought, oh my goodness, that's what I need, a coach. I coach everyone else. <laughs> Help everyone else get what they need to do. But I needed a coach. I needed some help. Yeah. And then I basically joined the program. I loved it so much. I loved the transformation that I could, that it gave me. And then what it helped where I saw others getting the benefit. And I thought, I want to do this too. And because I'd had this life working in organizational change, I thought, why not help people transform their lives in a positive way? And how could I really make a difference to them? So that's how I got to where I am today. How long it took you to come to where you're today? I think that's a really great question, Lubo, because a lot of people think that when it comes to weight loss or health, it's a quick fix transformation. And I certainly had done all of that. So I had tried many things, eight-week transformations and going to gyms and so forth for quick fixes. But actually what I found is I've been around this environment now for five years. I've just turned 50, yet my cellular age on the scale says that I'm 38. My skin age says that I'm 26. And that's because it is a lifestyle change that I've made. It is a lifestyle change where I put good things into my body, good food, good supplementation, good water. I exercise every day, but it's not just the physical stuff. It's all the mental stuff. And all of that takes time. And often in this world, we are looking for instant gratification, but it just, that health is not, it's not something you can achieve instantly. And so for me, I'd say it's probably taken me a good five years to feel as great as what I feel now. Very interesting. So it's not like a it's not like a few weeks and not even one year, so five years just to transform yourself. Yeah. It's quite a journey. Katrina, I think we met with you already you know, like so many times in different venues. And just like last week when we met at North Sydney, you had a very an amazing excite about separation. And in the beginning, hello like some of the members 
when they were listening to you, uh, when you started to present this uh, site, so they were actually quite afraid and because probably the separation is not the uh, most popular word. Yeah. But finally, like your presentation was so interesting that maybe you can tell more to our listeners about separation and what do you mean by I that? I love it. Yeah, I'd love to. So let me tell you, I was introduced to this concept. I'm very lucky to have amazing mentors in my life. And so my mentor, Sandy Camper, actually brought this concept to me. We were talking about some people who are really digging deep on their health at the moment and then other people who were just basically got to the stage of the year where, okay, it's December, the year's over. She introduced me to this concept actually from Ed Milet. And what Ed Milet says is that there is a, what we're in right now is a separation season. And what we mean by that is come the beginning of December or even the first couple of weeks of December, there are some people who are basically going, the year is done. I, that's it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. And there's nothing more I can achieve this year. And, but then there are other people who are at that point right now who are basically digging in and going, okay, I've got two, four, five weeks left of this year. Let's dig in and make, let's see how far, how much more we can get out of the year. And my let's written a book about the power of one more. And it is, it's about, can you just do one more day, one more week, one more thing that you can achieve this year, rather than thinking it's game over for the year. And quite often what we find is that even on our program at the moment, we've got people who are starting our program for the 4th of December, the 11th of December, the 18th of December. They're not worrying about Christmas coming up. They're going, I can still get started. And let me tell you, we had people who started our program last year about the same time. And by the middle of January or end of January, when other people had start, were starting the program, these people who got going in December, they'd already lost five kilos. So they were far, so much further ahead. But the people who'd basically gone, oh, I'm giving up. They put on three or four kilos by the time they started. And that's just an example to quantify what happens in separation season then it doesn't matter. You can do this in health. You can do it in fitness. You can do it in your business. Whatever you, whatever happens, you've got a choice during this season to either separate from the pack or go with the pack. Okay. 100% agree with you. And I think for many, again, like for business owners, this is an opportunity when some other businesses are reducing their marketing activities, for example, or their presence online. This is where you can actually overcome your competitors and probably you should be more active with what you're doing in social media and probably promote yourself and even spend in advertising or create some amazing video reels of what you're doing. I think as well for many listeners or for many customers or for future customers of the business owners, this is again, they may have more time right now because yes. usually during the year they're busy. And now they actually can listen to something, they can learn something, they can watch something. But you're definitely right about the personal health and the personal attitude that this is it's a great opportunity to think about your health and probably do some changes that you have not done. I think it's really interesting what you just said there, Lubo, is it's a good time to have a think. And this is often what business owners do in particular and people in general. If they go, oh, I'm just going to think at this time, or I'm going to plan at this time for the next year. It doesn't take a whole month of December to think and plan. At the moment, our community, we have been reading a book by Keith Abraham called Focus. 
And uh, it is a brilliant book. He is a, a global goal setting expert. And it just, you could read that book because it's, he's, it's so well written and lots of like activities. You could read that book in about 10 days and have done your thinking and planning for the year ahead from the 1st of December and have it done by now and be into action. And you're right. A lot of people think, oh, now's not the time to do marketing. Guess what? It's clear air. When other people are zigging, you should be zagging. And that's when you're going to stand out the most because there's so much clear air at the moment. And you're right. How many people, the busyness of the school year is about to finish. So parents are starting to get a little more space. They're take, starting to take holidays. So guess what everyone's doing? Scanning social media. Okay. So now is the time to be in the people's faces so that actually when all the people who are thinking and planning at the moment are thinking and planning, you are in their faces with marketing and they can see you. It's not a time to be quiet, that's for sure. Not if you want to separate well, yeah, yeah. from the yep. back. So this actually, I think about the separation, what you are mentioning already. So what do you say separation in this case mean to be different from others? and maybe different from yourself mm. in the past year. And again, think about how you can change yourself. And separation is not a bad word in this case. Yeah, this can be perceived as positive. One of the things I would say is that for some people, like it's human nature to want a sense of belonging. And so as a result of that, we often don't want to be different to everybody else. When everyone is deciding, let's socialize and go out drinking and eating all the time, they, you want to do that too. And you don't want to stand out from everybody else by not eating all the food and not drinking all, and staying out late and then missing your gym workout in the morning. You want to be around that. Last night, I had a social event that I was invited to, but instead I ran a business event and I filled a room with people. Like we had 40 people in the room looking at getting healthy, but I was invited to a social event and many of those people were as well, but they didn't go. Okay, but that's the thing like that was for some of them quite difficult because it is human nature to want to run with the rest of the pack and do what everyone else is doing and not stand out and be different. But if you truly want to, like in business, if you want to truly separate yourself from your competitors, now is the time to do that. All throughout the year, everyone is running the same race, but not at this time of year. This time of year, there are people who've gone, I'm done. And so they are cruising. But if you want to separate yourself from your competitor, now is the time to do it. And you even things like you said, separate yourself from your previous self. How many people go into Christmas? I know myself, I've traditionally been around environments where there has been a lot of alcohol, a lot of drinking. I spent 20 years working in a brewery, being around people who drank a lot of alcohol was the norm. And when, if you want to change your life, working with a, a client at the moment, and I'm so incredibly proud of him, he wants to live a sober and healthy life. He spent over 600 days alcohol free, but he's had to separate himself from many of his family and friends in a way, like not take himself out completely, but when he goes to social gatherings, has to say to them, I'm not drinking. I'm okay the way I am. And that's, that takes a lot of courage to do that. And I know myself, there has probably been groups of people who don't necessarily invite me places anymore because I'm not one of the pack. And I'm okay with that. 
But that is hard. That is hard to separate yourself from your previous self and potentially then be rejected because of the choices that you're making. You've touched like a several interesting points about being rejected and this like a way of the separation and actually accepting that you might not be accepted in some other packs or groups. Thanks for our sponsors. Smurfy Creative Video is a boutique video content creative agency on a mission to help brands engage and connect with their customers through effective and tailored video marketing solution. Send better scope in a text message to 0425-88-4464 and you'll get 50% discount on a video production in December and January. What is in your opinion where the world is moving? I think like on TV, you can see probably much more advertisement about the beer and in other countries you can have like even a stronger alcohol that they're still advertising. So I think this is where marketing is moving towards consumption. So inviting you consume more alcohol. So what do you think? What is happening in the community nowadays? What they're doing now and what is going to happen even in the nearest future? Yeah, look, I think first and foremost, alcohol is not evil, right? It's, and it's about everything. It's about being able to be conscious about your choices regardless, but also be able to make choices that are right for you and your goals. And I think really what's happening with, we have to be careful about social media because we can put ourselves in an environment with social media where we're inundated and sometimes so subliminally inundated by all different marketing. And there's a really great book by Ben Hardy where he talks about willpower doesn't work. It's all about environment. And that's the thing. A lot of times people get excited about doing something or making a change in their life and they have all this motivation and they think that actually what's going to get them there is their willpower, but it's not. It's actually environment. Whatever choices you want to make about separating yourself from your previous self, you have to then put yourself in an environment that supports those changes. So if you decide I'm not going to drink alcohol anymore. Or if you decide I want to get ripped, I want to get a six pack. You've got to put yourself in an environment that supports that. If you decide I want to grow my business by 30% over the next year, you've got to put yourself around people that think like that. So whatever you decide to do, you're just going to make conscious choices to put yourself in a space where there are other people on the same page, other people who are supportive of you. And this is the other thing that Keith Abraham talks about in the focus book is you've got to starve your distractions. The first thing you want to do most of the time is switch off social media. It is a massive distraction to people's lives, massive time waster. And you can get distracted from what is your goals and what you're aiming for if you've got distractions around you that are taking you out. So you have got to be, you've got to really consciously put boundaries in place around that stuff. Yeah, it's interesting topic about environment. So I think I understand what you mean about the environment that you're putting, the environment of people, friends, colleagues you put around you. What about the environment of our planet, about the climate change? What is your opinion? What is happening now in this environmental situation? What is happening with our planet? And what humans should do because of taking care about the planet? I think that one of the things that I've really noticed both for myself and for others being around this environment is the instant gratification 
And I think that we live in a world where we want to instantly be gratified by things. And as a result of that, we have so much of our world that is disposable. And that, of course, is not great for the environment. When we are looking to be instantly gratified, racing in and getting takeaway, oh, Uber Eats, I can get through the touch of my phone. But look at the packaging that goes with that. Instant gratification actually uses a lot of environmental energy. And what I notice is about being around an environment where we are changing habits and compounding things every day is that I think to help the environment, we actually just need to focus on the little things that we could do every day that could make a massive difference. Rather than trying to make massive change in the world, actually let's, like, because really we've only got to the point where we are right now because of the little compound things that we've done through our whole lives to get to where we are. We've got this environment now where look at the size of our rubbish bins compared to what our rubbish bin, I know when I was young, my, our rubbish bin at home was really quite small. And whereas now it's, oh my goodness, I've got four rubbish bins outside my house that we put out every week. Because we are living in this disposable in disposable society rather than being fully gratified by the things that we have. We're looking for something instant and everything that's instant is creating so much waste. So I think that if we were, if everyone just took responsibility to change small habits on a daily basis, over time, we can change the world a hundred percent. Yeah, look, you're absolutely right. And even thinking about what you're doing, because I know some of your, whatever students or followers, I know a woman or a lady very well, so they they've lost their weight. And I'm just thinking just from economical or consumptional point of view. So because you have lost 10 kilos, probably, so you're eating less now. So you're consuming less, I don't know, protein, less meat. So this is probably as well with your, when you think about your health, you're actually protecting the environment because probably there is no need to grow so many proteins, like uh, to have so many cows or like uh, animals because of this. And so think if the population of yours will lose 10% of their weight, so maybe they will need 10% less to consume food in their future. And it's also the type of food they're eating, Lubo, because most of the people, like the people on our program, we shop around the outside of the supermarket and guess where the majority of the packaging is in the supermarket? It's in the aisles, okay? Whereas our people, the community that we're building and the changes that the people that we're helping change their lives, they are shopping on the outside of the supermarket, okay? And so as a result of that, they need way less packaging for their food. I think 100% eating healthy changes the amount of waste that we have, for sure. Okay, good. So we have already like a few common topics. Katrina, tell me goal in your life. And what is your better score? My personal purpose is I want to make a positive difference to people every day. So every day of my life, how do I make a positive difference to people? Our mission in our business is to get the world healthy. We want to heal the world. That is our mission. And we know that we can do that one person at a time. So we don't do any mass marketing for our program. We just help one person at a time get healthy. One of the places where we really focus on is parents, whether they be single parents or couples, 
because we know that if we can help parents get healthy, they will change the lives for their children and their children. So we know that there's generational impact through parents as well. So if we can help them get healthy, we know that it will help their whole family get healthy. So we're very passionate about that. We used to call it adult onset diabetes, Lubo. They've actually changed the name of adult onset diabetes now to type 2 diabetes. And you know why? Because children are getting type 2 diabetes. Okay. Type 2 diabetes is an absolute epidemic in our world. There are millions and millions of people in India with type 2 diabetes. It is shocking. And that, that's just one country. So there are so many people with type 2 diabetes in Australia, across New Zealand, America. The sad reality of type 2 diabetes is it is a lifestyle disease. I was at the doctor the other day, just I had to get some vaccinations done and she was asking me about, she was like, your health is so good. Then everything is great with your health. And I was talking to her about the program and she basically said to me, as soon as people come to them with type two diabetes, they try and get them to change their lifestyle, but it's very hard. It is hard to change, make change in your lifestyle, but type two diabetes is a hundred percent preventable. Heart disease, the majority of heart disease is based on lifestyle. So it's a hundred percent preventable and we can make a difference there because all we need to do to change things like that is to get people eating healthy and exercising daily. It's not difficult, but people need help and the right environment to do that. And then you can do that each day and it's going to change the world that it's as simple as. Very interesting, especially about the passion and the exercising. And it was like we had a few minutes before this show and uh, we talk about how I was exercising and how you've been walking. So tell me about a bit more. So what you've done today morning? What kind of exercises you've been doing? Yeah. So on our program, we eat real food. We, we are accountable. We, people get supported through a coach. And the only exercise we do is walking. And so we will often have Zoom walk and talks where we connect as a whole community, sometimes in small teams, sometimes in big ones where we connect as a whole community. And this morning I was sharing with you that we had a walk and talk at 6am Sydney time. And on that walk and talk, we had a topic that we were talking about, which was all about healthy family. And we discussed how different people had helped people in their family get healthy and how it felt for them to do that. And we had about 500 people on that walk and talk. So all via Zoom walking. And there were people from all over Australia, from New Zealand, all over New Zealand, even in rural communities, farmlands and farmers in New Zealand. We had people from the US, from South Africa. It was amazing, very exciting that these people are coming together in a like-minded environment, supporting each other to not just them get healthy, but actually take what they're doing and give it to their families to help their families get healthy as well. I think at this time of year, the biggest thing that I get surprised about every year is people setting New Year's resolutions. I don't know if you know this, but the 12th of January, 2024 is International Quitters Day. Now, what that means is that on the 12th of January, the majority of people who have set a New Year's resolution on the 31st of December or the 1st of January will have quit. They will have given up. Within 12 days of them setting their New Year's resolution, they will have given up on it because a resolution doesn't work. In order for you to make change, 
You need to have an environment. You need to have encouragement. There's a book by John Maxwell that he wrote called Becoming a Person of Influence. And in it, he talked about this research that was done where he basically, the psychologist measured people's capacity to endure pain. And what they did in this research is they put people in barefooted in buckets of ice and they timed how long they could stand in those buckets of ice. They then got them out of those buckets of ice, they put them back in again, and they surrounded those people with encouragement to cheer them on. You can do this. You can stay there. You're doing a good job. There was all of that. And what happened was they were able to double, triple, and quadruple the time that they could stand in those buckets of ice, all because the encouragement in their environment. And so that's the thing. Like we, The reason most people give up on their resolutions is they try to do it by themselves. You have to put yourself in the environment and you have to find other people to give you encouragement. And then I think the last thing that happens for people when it comes to New Year's resolutions or any kind of goal that they set for themselves is they don't put habits in place to make the goal happen. And when you don't have habits that are actually getting you towards a goal and you don't know how to stop the bad habits and create new habits, it's very hard to make a goal become a reality. You have to turn the goal into kind of daily, weekly actions that are going to get you to your goal. Well, such valuable tips that you've given. I think that it will be very interesting for many listeners. Where could our listeners find more about you or could get in touch with you? Yeah, a lot of people ask us, do you have a website? No, we don't. We don't actually do any marketing for our program. It's 100% word of mouth. People just get great experiences on our program and they tell other people. But we do actually have a Facebook page. So you can find our Facebook page. So you just go to Facebook and it's called PKB Active, W-L-C-W, which stands for PKB Active Weight Loss Coaching Work. Thank you very much, Katrina. So now everyone knows how to get in touch with you. And thank you for being with us and sharing your experience and your better scope. My pleasure, Lubo. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very grateful. Thank you for joining us at BetterScope. If you like this content, be sure to like it, share it, and subscribe. See you next time on Better